بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا فما بعد فقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله رسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وسلم ان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار my dear respected brothers sisters elders this is the fourth of the series of khutab called the way forward each one builds on the previous one so if you haven't if you weren't there for the last one then on the site and everything else we have uh, you can go and look for it i remind myself and you that there's something worse than not having eyesight and that is not having vision history teaches one critical lesson only those who contribute are valued only they have leverage are influential and have power their religion or ethnicity doesn't matter what matters is their contribution on a local or global scale the world works on one overarching principle what's in it for me w i i f m i say every person on the face of the planet listens to one fm station what is that w i i f m what's in it for me that's how it is and that's how it was our belief and personal acts of worship add value to us individually because if we work for the pleasure of allah jalla jalaluhu he will reward us in the akhirah and he will put baraka in our work in this life but as far as the world is concerned it doesn't matter what we believe if we contribute we are valued when we stop contributing no matter what we did in the past we are discarded and that's exactly what we are seeing today with us allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us kuntum khaira ummatin ukhrijat linnas ta'muruna bil ma'rufi wa tanhawna 'anil munkar wa tu'minuna billah allah did not talk about ethnicity allah talked about contribution allah said you are the best community ever raised for humanity you encourage good you forbid evil and you have iman in allah faith in allah allah is not talking about ethnicity he is not talking about color and tribe he is talking about what you do you are the best people not because of who you are but because of what you do 
To help us understand this, let me ask you to list in your mind the top three universities in the world. Think of the names. Top three universities in the world. Top three hospitals in the world. You have encountered one of them in your life. Top three libraries in the world. Top three research laboratories in the world. Top three manufacturing facilities of very high-tech equipment in the world. Think about three things that you use on a daily basis. And if it wasn't there, you would freak out. Starting with your babies. Android and Apple, right? And then ask, which of these was made by a Muslim company or which of these is located in a Muslim country? Ask another question. If the world wakes up tomorrow morning and there are no Muslims, the world wakes up tomorrow morning and all the Muslims have disappeared from the face of the earth. There is no Muslim. There is no sign of Islam. Nothing. There is no all the contribution of present day Muslims have disappeared. What do you think people will say? Who will miss us? Who will mourn us? Do you think there will be street protest people holding up like, where are they? Bring back the Muslims. Bring back the Muslims. We want the Muslims. We love the Muslims. This is going to, is going to happen. When you go out from here today, meet your non-Muslim friends. Ask them this question. Tell them, this is what we asked, the Sheikh asked us in Jumar. I'll tell you, you get an answer. And the answer most likely will be, no, no, man, you are an nice I, I need you. I love you. No, 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 I'm not talking about me. I'm saying Muslims as a community, as people. I'm not talking about me as an individual. The question is, what is our contribution to the world today? We have become net consumers, not contributors. In any field, any field, reality is, Contributors are valued, consumers are used. And that's why nobody cares about us. In 1631, the foundation of a building was laid in India. It was completed in 1653. In 1636, four years after the first building was started, the foundation of another building was laid across the world, here in America, very close to where we are. The first, today, both the buildings exist. Both of them are there. Good condition. The first building was built by a man whose personal net worth was 25% of global GDP of the time. That's wealth like you cannot even begin to imagine. And we are not talking here about Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos whose wealth is in, you know, Company shares. If Elon Musk sells one share of his company's net worth will fall. 
here we are talking about gold and silver and jewels. We are talking about real wealth. 25% of global GDP. That is the man who built the first building. The second building was founded by a Puritan priest. The first building has two occupants, both dead. The second building continues to contribute leaders to every walk of life in the world and continues to influence society in profound and lasting ways. May not always be ways you like, but those are ways. That second building and second institution really has an endowment of 50.7 billion US dollars. The wealthiest endowment of any institution. It has a library which is the biggest library in the world. That is the story of Taj Mahal and Harvard University. And that's why I said, worse than not having sight is not having vision. It's not a resources thing. It's not a resources thing. The net worth of the Puritan priest was less than one horse of Shah Jahan. It's not a matter of money. There's a difference between building structures and building people. And that's why I said, worse than not having sight is not having vision. And that is why I want us to think about the way forward. What must change with us? What must we focus on from today? The Abbasi Khilafah ended in 1258. The Umayyad Khilafah in Al-Andalus, we like to say Spain. It was, never, it was never ever Spain as a country. This is how we spoon feed ourselves cherry-picked pieces of history and we feel good about ourselves. It was one piece called Andalus. That ended in 1492 when Ferdinand and Isabella expelled Muslims from Spain. After that, there were three great Muslim empires in India, in Iran, and in Europe. The Mughals, the Safavid, and the Ottomans. But they left no mark of their passing except magnificent ruins, palaces and tombs, and masajid. No discoveries, no libraries, no universities, no hospitals, only palaces. And that is why the others have the world and we have the tombs. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us very clearly, Allah said, Allah has promised those of you who believe and do good deeds that we will certainly make them successors in the land. We will give them hukuma, we will give them sultan, we will give them control. As he did with those before them and will surely establish for them their faith which he has chosen for them and will indeed change their fear into security. 
provided that they worship me, associating nothing with me. But whoever disbelieves after this promise, it is they who will be the rebellious. We understand that success comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and that is dependent on our obedience to Him. So let's get that sorted out first. Everything begins with that. Earn Allah halal, eat halal. Then it means starting out with grassroots social work in our neighborhoods and towns and cities. It means knowing our neighbors, helping them and participating in neighborhood and town projects. It means being genuinely concerned about others, not only Muslims, but others who are different from us in every way, but still are our neighbors. Let me ask you a question. Why is there a Jewish family service? A welcoming alliance for refugee ministry, WAM. A Catholic charities. A parish cupboard. But no equivalent Muslim organization. Why? We have care. Care, it takes care of you and me if we are in trouble. What does care mean to anybody else? I'm not bashing care. I'm a, I'm a supporter of care, not just by words. I'm giving you the reality of life. How come there is no Muslim organization? Who is benefiting from Catholic charities? I can name people here. Who is benefiting from Jewish alliance? That, that rabbi had breakfast with me just the other day. Rabbi James, James Green. And he told me three quarters of his people or more are Palestinian Muslims who work for him. My brothers and sisters, understand one thing. This is not a one-way street. It is not a one-way street. If you want to know where we stand as a community on this index, simply ask how many of us turn up for our interfaith programs. Dr. Bajwa, Sheikh Yawar. I am thrilled I, I, that all of you give me so much of trust. That one, me alone is enough. Ask how many of us come for the hunger walk? How many of us come for the town cleanup program? Even how many of us know the names of our neighbors? This housing right here. Do we know the names? Do we know even what? I'm not talking about the Muslim neighbors. Tijani, Ahmad Tijani. No, no, not Ahmad The non-Muslim people living there. Do we know even one name? Why? The guy is living right opposite the masjid. Do we know their name? Please understand one thing very clearly. I don't make the rules. I'm telling you the rules. You can only change something from within. Not from outside. You can only change the system from within. Which means to participate. Today perhaps the biggest problem we have is that we are misunderstood by others. And we face Islamophobia and hostile media. The surest and most powerful cure for that is to let people see us, see the real live Muslim every day in our daily transactions. This is the philosophy of interfaith work. It is not to convert anybody. It is the reason it's so important. It's only when people meet us face to face and get to talk to us and ask questions and clarify doubts and misunderstandings. 
then things get resolved. I go for a walk with the Unitarian minister. Every couple of days a week, we go to uh, uh, Ashley Reservoir, we walk six miles. And you don't know the number of questions which he asked me. Which he has no one else to ask. But because now we are friends and we walk, he asked me those questions. He invited me to speak at their, at their ministry at, at, the, at the church last Sunday. How many community members came, came with me? I'm sure the jinn were there. There were some chairs which were warm. They, they looked like you know, red glow. So not be jinn sitting there. What you need is for the others, for non-Muslims. When they see stuff on Fox News, when they see Islamic phobic comments, you want them to say, no, 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 hold on a second. Hold on a second. I don't believe that. I have this Muslim friend. I have 10 Muslim friends. I have 10,000 Muslim friends. I'm going to take you to talk to that Muslim friend of mine. Right? Say what you are saying to them. They are not like that. This is lies. I don't believe that. You want them to say that. You know when that's going to happen? When we get out there and participate, when we do some work. Muslims consist of 1.1% of population in this country. 1.1%. You know what the problem with population counts is? It counts everybody. So a baby is also in that. 1.1%. Do you think you will ever become influence, influential with 1.1% of the population? Is it? Just do the math, man. Just do the math. Is it going to happen? Even if the babies vote, you still won't get elected. Forget, for, for God's sake. 1.1% of the population? The only way you will get influential, become influential, the only way your needs will get taken care of is when others are rooting for you. And the only way the others are going to root for you is if you get out of this, ins this insular way of life and get out there on the street, meet people, be nice to people, do things for people for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Take it or leave it. It's your car. And if it takes another hundred years, there will be somebody standing here saying the same thing in another hundred years. أقول قولي هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده my brothers and sisters we have to develop ourselves first and foremost we must train ourselves and develop iron control on our emotions. 
because it is intellect, not emotion, that is necessary to solve problems. It will, it will require the ability to think clearly, learn to think clearly. It's not a natural ability. You don't get born with it. You have to learn strategic thinking, critical analysis has to be learned. To communicate powerfully. You don't have to answer me, but tell me there are people here who have lived in this country for 30 years, 40 years. How come you can't speak one single sentence of English grammatically correct? Am I exaggerating? Why? How are you going to communicate with the others? I'm not talking about your... There are people, there are Arab, Arabic speakers here who other Arabic speakers cannot understand because you only speak in Suri or Iraqi or Lubnani. When I speak Fusa, they don't understand me. Somebody told me, Shaykh, this is too difficult to speak in English. <laughs> How will you communicate? How will anyone understand you when you say, I want to bark? Then he gives you a ticket. Please. Wake up. And if the Pakistanis think that I'm letting them off, you are, I'm not. The same thing applies to you guys. Learn to communicate. It doesn't come by magic. It doesn't get downloaded. It doesn't, you are not born with it. You have to learn. I speak like this because I learned how to speak like this. Learn. For our youth, it means you need to study law and political science and sociology and mass communication and media studies and history. It means learning more than one language. It means developing social skills and manners. May Allah protect us from our people. Inna lillahi wa inna lillahi I have seen more jahalat in this place than anywhere else on the face of the planet. Zero adab. Zero adab. Doesn't work, my brothers and sisters. Does not work. You must see when, when we have interfaith groups, white Christian girls and boys who come into the masjid, the way they behave. And our own people, our own youth, the way they behave. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. It means we have to stop living in our echo chambers and start participating. It means making tough choices after getting a good education and not taking a plush job in Microsoft but enter politics. It means the community then must chip in and say, we will support our son and daughter and pay them what they gave up by not taking that job because to have one of our people in the Senate is more important than having one of our people in Microsoft. You got to put your money where your mouth is. Right? But if you want your children, and you say, oh, you must sacrifice. I won't sacrifice. I must have my fancy car. I must have my holidays. I must go for Omrah 10 times a year. You know how other people get to the, you know how other people got to where they are? 
by doing exactly this. They put their money where their mouth is. They do it to this day. They do it to this day. Allah does not drain dollar bills on their heads. They take it out of their pockets. How many of us, we, make it, we, are, we are doing all these protests for Palestine. Very good. Alhamdulillah, please continue to do that. Ask me, ask, let me ask you, how many people did protests for Black Lives Matter? How many Muslims did you see on the street? Apart from the African men, forget them. I am talking about the others. How many of you have took posters, drive all the way to Washington, what not, what not, for Black Lives Matter? Why and why not? It means attending Senate and House sessions as a spectator with at least as much interest as you attend Super Bowl. It means attending local court sessions and looking forward to jury duty, not running away from it. Because you, how else will you understand how the system works if you have never been inside the house even? You can go sit there as a, as a spectator, no problem, and go. How many, uh, how many people here have gone to, have attended a Senate or a House uh, session? How will you learn? It means volunteering your, for your local police stations, volunteering for local hospitals, volunteering for local fire stations, mayor's office. It means volunteering in your local schools and getting elected to school boards and city offices. Many of you here have children going to local schools. Not only many, probably everybody. You've got children going to the public schools. You've got grandchildren going to the public schools, right? How many of you are on those boards? And then you complain. My child has to, won't get time for salah. There is halal food there. If you were on those boards, you would be taking those decisions. Not moaning and groaning about it. No, but I must run my gas station. So run the gas station. Stop complaining. All this takes time. It takes consistent effort. It takes funding according to a plan. As I keep saying all the time, you need to put your money where your mouth is. It's a long haul strategy and so the sooner we start, the sooner we'll get there. It will need the ability to work with people who are different from us but who share our concerns and problems. Right? I'm not saying change your akhida. I'm saying work with somebody who thinks differently from you, who believes differently from you because the problem is the same. If there is a drug addiction problem, your kid will get it, that guy's kid also will get it. It's a common problem for both. Learn to work with people who are different from us. Learn to work inclusively. Learn to work across boundaries. It requires great confidence in our religion and culture and the ability to teach others about that in a non-defensive, non-apologetic and respectful manner. It means to remember that Islam doesn't need to be changed. We need to change and live by Islam. Islam is a way of life that's totally relevant today. If anybody's got any argument about that, come to me, I'll convince you. It means setting up Islamic schools 
of a global standard where children of all communities will be welcome and will study a global curriculum in an Islamic environment, atmosphere, practicing Islamic ethics and values. That is the most powerful way to showcase what Islam means in real life. My brothers and sisters, the truth is that we Muslims are not the first and we are not even the most oppressed of people. But let us work to ensure that we are the last. That oppression is wiped off the face of the earth because of us. We are very good at firefighting and mobilizing disaster relief. But not when it comes to investment in initiatives that operate on the principle of never again. Firefighting is necessary, but fire prevention is much better. Please understand that from entry to the corridors of power where you can take a decision is a 30-year journey. That's two generations. That means that if you want to save your children from slavery, you need to start now. The truth is that the world is saying to us, put up or shut up. Stop talking about Islam. Show us Islam. And therefore, my submission to you, the time to, uh, the thing to ask, ask yourself, if not now, then when? If not me, then who? Rabbana faqfir lana dhunubana wa kafiranna sayyatina wa tawaffana ma'ala gharar. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taqfir lana wa tarhamna lana kunanna min al-khasirin. اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر عداء الدين اللهم شت شملهم ودمر ديارهم ومزق جمعهم اللهم محلكهم كما أهلكت عادا وصمود اللهم احفظ مسلمين في كل مكان اللهم احفظ مستضعفين ومظلومين في كل مكان اللهم احفظ إخواننا في فلسطين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم احفظهم اللهم احفظ نساؤهم وأطفالهم اللهم احفظهم كلهم جميعا اللهم اللهم انصرهم نصرا عزيزا اللهم انصرهم بالجنود لم يروها يا هي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث أسلح لنا شأننا كل لا إله إلا أنت يا عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عدو يستجيب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تسنون أقيم